that's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast, episode number 82. Also, our top 10 movies and top 5 games of the year for us. For our movies, it can go uh, movies and TV shows. And for our games, it's not released in the year. It's whatever we played and whatever, was our, whatever ended up being on our top list. So it can be from fucking 1973 for all we care. If we loved it more than anything, it's on our list. This is also our last episode under this title for the show. Uh, we are revamping a little bit. Like we talked about a couple episodes ago, we're going mostly movies. We'll still talk about games and like what played and watched and all that stuff, but we won't be headlining any games uh, going forward. All movies. Do we want to announce our new title or are we holding that hostage? Ooh, let's hold it. Let's hold it. Hold it hostage. All right, cool. I'm one of your co-host, Todd. We have Steve. We have uh, Mondo. I almost called you Joe again. That's <laughs> insane. I don't know why. Happy New Year. It's 6 a.m. for Mondo. New Year's Day. It is. He's a psycho. Yes. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing good. A little tired, but uh, I'm hanging in there. You How long did you future. wake up? Uh, well, I fell asleep about, I don't know, four hours ago. So <laughs> I'm now up bright and early. Let's get this January 1st started on the right foot. Now I'll probably fall asleep after this for like an hour. How are you guys doing? How's your new year? Quiet, good. Watch movies, nothing special. Damn, they shot his gun off in the air a couple yeah, times. That's right. At that's least, what, at least that's, twice. That's how we do here. <laughs> he grabbed his goose from the from the legs <laughs> and the throat and just shot it up in the air. Hey, hey, hey. I'm gonna shoot this hey, gun hey. off. Hey, <laughs> all right, hey, hey. Oh, sorry. Hey, brother. What was your guys's um big get on Christmas? Oh, they get on okay. Christmas, like yeah. I mean, because Christmas came by, we got gifts. Like, I mean, what did what did you get? What was what was the highlight object? I got thing? the uh, the biggest thing I got because it was mostly money was um nice. the killer the killer clowns uh, popcorn gun because I'm um, at oh, my shit. at my next house I'm doing a killer clown steam bar and uh, I thought it'd be cool to put like I hang it in the background of the bar and stuff with. Legit, you could have yeah. the animatronics behind the bar, yeah. Barkeep, it's mm-hmm. fucking moving into another mansion. <laughs> he just gets bigger and bigger until eventually, just be like, I don't know, the White House. Or we, all got, <laughs> right. we all got to get into the, We all got to get into this Canadian Witness Protection Program, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> he saw too much. Toddy um, boy, what'd you get? Got a got a lot of good horror stuff this year. My wife really came through. She really listened to me this time around. That was nice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess my biggest one, my mom sent me a smoker, which I'm really excited for because what? I love grilling and all that stuff. I love smoked meats. You can't exactly smoke on like a regular grill or whatever. So I got a smoker, man. I'm pumped. It's a little too cold to do it right now. It's like 30, so you can't really maintain the that's, temperature, but it's good. 30 degrees. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, hey. But it, uh, yeah, it's no yesterday. So <laughs> I'm going to wait till spring, uh-huh. I guess, and smoke some ribs, start small, and then work my way up to a brisket because smoked meats is fucking Oh, it's the best. Damn, Mama Mama Condit came through just like that. Like, yeah, hey, man. son, Thanks, I mommy. miss you. Here's a smoker. Okay, Mom, Thanks, thank mommy. you. Damn. Um, What did I get? Um, I finally got, you know what? It's that time of year where you're super appreciative of all the chonies that you get that replace the ones you've had for 10 years or whatnot, all the holy ones. So uh, that was pretty cool. But I think the biggest thing I got that I haven't really opened yet because I told my wife we shouldn't be spending this kind of money. Um. I got a drone. 
So um super excited because it's not exactly like one of those like Walmart $20 version drones. She she went all out and got one of the DJI Phantom or something. Yeah, DJI nice. Mini 3. So dude, those are dropping fucking mortar rounds on Russians, dude. You should <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was on I was telling her, I think this one has like a whenever you buy one, you sponsor a drone in the Ukraine or something. Um, but no, I'm pretty excited about it. I still I feel bad because I mean, even though I got her good shit in return, um, I mean, those things aren't cheap. So uh, but we'll see. I'll probably fuck around with it soon. I know we're going to Ikea today, so I guess that's the trade off, right? Get her some stupid shit she can build while I mess around with the uh, drone or something. But you're, you're going to build I, it, though. No, it's I don't. It's inevitable. I refuse. Oh, no, dude. Everything in the house that has been built, she's mostly done because I refuse to do it. I have zero patience, especially when it comes to hanging things like picture frames and stuff. Like, that's all her, dude. Right, dude, I'm a master hanger. Like, that's yeah, right? me too. I, I learned, like, through, yeah. uh, <laughs> through your horror dude, shit. Horror shit. Yeah. yeah. And moving, I like, like... Fucking, I'll just eyeball it. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's fucking about level. So I can yeah. dink, 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 put it on. <laughs> This oh, is why you're not getting any action, Mondo, because you're not making IKEA furniture. Oh. You're not fucking wearing ties. No, see, I, I've evolved oh, past you, dude. You've I take her to it, and that's enough. <laughs> you, you evolved <laughs> to be celibate. I got it. Yeah, exactly. Dude, she it's trippy. She pulls out like the masking tape and does like, you know, measures it in the back of the frame, and then uses the masking tape as the. Here's where you put the holes on the wall. The only thing that she hasn't mastered is, um, you know, using drywall screws and shit because she'll just fucking put them wherever. So, um, but yeah, I'm glad the holidays are over, man. I'm glad uh, New Year's has come and gone and we're starting afresh. So we got a lot to talk about on this episode because we got a fuck ton of movie shows and, and games. So uh, how do you boys want to start this thing off? Round Robin this thing? Oh, I want to start off. With Ooh, oh no the good stuff oh, no. um no wah, tri- wah, no wah. trivia this week because we got so much to cover with the the top 10 and the top five but as always i am Ugh. the crown champion and therefore i have He's not one as always, but two punishment films because i won both the quarter and the year so He's uh the champion my friend you, <laughs> you guys are lucky it's the season of giving so i'm not giving you oh. bad movies i'm giving you like bad good movies so you're welcome in advance uh so todd i think so <laughs> yeah what we got film number one time to get you for to you to get on this train that me and mondo have been on so you're Uh-oh. gonna watch samurai cop oh, okay <laughs> and <laughs> samurai cop 2 <laughs> double feature all right that's easy. absolutely uh it's yeah, a but- blessing Main villain Tommy Wiseau in part two, so you're in for a treat. Ninety one and high mark. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, it's... it was a making of too. Did you guys watch that? Oh, I, I think, think I did. I From twenty nineteen. I gotta watch it though. It's it's a wild fucking film, dude. Both of them it's actually so good. And Mondo, uh, the oh, first no. one is also one that I just want you to watch that Todd and I have watched, and that is Mac and Me. The, uh, oh my god basically mcdonald's the, commercial <laughs> and COVID, the violent right? movie <laughs> yeah it's uh it's it's the wild it's it's so weird for a kid's movie like they just go super extra <laughs> in some scenes and it's hilarious the paul rudd referenced movie yeah exactly back in me <laughs> and uh, the next one is one i want you i was gonna watch anyway so i just want someone else to watch it with me uh, i haven't seen it but i'm oh, sure it's no. bad <laughs> yeah, it well, is, no 
It is the uh, starring Triple H, the chaperone. Oh my god, no. I remember the fucking... Where he takes a school bus full of children on like school trips and then gets attacked by probably some terrorist or some shit. This is the one where he has like his arms crossed across his chest. Yeah, that's right. In front of a school bus. God damn it, dude. This is gonna suck. I'm so excited (laughs) to watch that one. So I figured I'm gonna watch it and uh, we'll talk about it. The The fucking chaperone when he was Hunter Herms Hemsley, basically. Yeah, basically. basically. Oh my god, dude. (laughs) I think Todd got off very easy here. I think you you will too, though. Mac and Me's fun. It's fun in a like. Mac and Me's legit, actually. Yeah. There's a lot of take notes because there's a lot of like, what? (laughs) Yeah. How what, does aliens fit in this three by five fucking <laughs> spaceship? Like, this makes right. no sense. Why are they becoming U.S. citizens? They, they get vacuum oh. sealed. <laughs> yeah, oh my face. god! <laughs> well, it'll be my honor to share my. Why punishment is this guy going seventy miles per hour down the fucking freeway? <laughs> <It's a wheelchair. laughs> right, yeah, I was gonna say, isn't he in a wheelchair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he fucking flies off a cliff. So fucking. Well, you've seen that clip. Yeah, yeah you probably seen that clip. <laughs> I know I did see a deleted scene. I may have sent it to you, Steve, and it yeah, was like did. fucking wild. I was yeah, like, "What the, the hell the, just the happened?" The explosion at the end. The kid was <laughs> executed by a cop. Explosion, yeah, and, and then the kid gets shot by a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What kind of movie is this?" <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Like I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but and it's also Jennifer Aniston's first ever movie. No way! Yeah, I thought I, never I thought saw it was either. Leprechaun. Sure. That was her first like actual like starring role, and this one she's like. Uh, mcdonald's <laughs> worker in like a dance scene that comes out of nowhere it's it's really fucking hilarious with like nfl is... players and full fucking hats <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what's going on here <laughs> yeah, is jennifer aniston hot oh yeah yeah not, yeah not about anymore but she definitely used to be uh, i think for her age like she yeah. is pretty fucking yeah, I, well i agree with that i liked her and we're the millers i thought she was oh, hot yeah, she's hot, but i don't yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we universally agree on that one, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, so we'll we'll do, we'll do a round robin, I think, for uh, the game. We'll do games first, I think. Um, okay. Before you guys get to it, what about your honorable mentions for games this year? Gosh, I don't know that I have any honorable mentions. I could tell you that I have some upsets. Um, it just gaming this year has been kind of different, you know, like. I feel like I've played games, not a lot of new ones, um, but I don't know, man. Maybe I was too busy this year. Maybe there's other things going on, but I honorable mentions, I don't have one, but I could still tell you that I'm still kind of disappointed about Starfield. Um, I don't know, man. I just cannot get into the game. It just seems very long. Um, it seems like you have to spend a lot of hours to finally find stuff or to travel to, I don't know. It's just... I, I see a lot of people sharing the same reaction, not to say that we're all right or that anybody's wrong, but that game to me has kind of been like the the Cyberpunk 1.0, um, the Anthem kind of disappointment. So, um, but I don't know. I, I could tell you that the one game I haven't put on here because I haven't finished it, um, but I just played a little bit the other day, fucking Spider-Man 2. I wish you motherfuckers would have got a PlayStation 5 for, for Christmas because that game just when it wows you it wows you even more um with some of the level design and some of the missions so um i guess i'll put that as my honorable mention only because i haven't beat it um but what about you guys yeah honorable mention is going to be starfield actually um and the reason i put it in there because i I loved it when we reviewed it i thought it was really solid um 
but I stopped playing it, you know? And I think yeah. it's because of some of the reasons you mentioned, Mondo, but also because I know they're listening to the um, the gamers or whatever, and they're doing some updates for it. They've done a lot of updates so far, and they're doing improvements. So I'm like, all right, let me take a step back. Let me have them fix the stuff that I know is kind of annoying and other people agree with, and then I'll hop back into it. So it's an honorable mention right now. Still a solid fucking game, but didn't crack my top five. Um, another one I was disappointed in, I never even talked about it on the pod was House of the Dead remake. It came out on Game Pass. Oh shit! But actually, no, 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 not Game Pass. I bought it for like eight bucks or something like that on Xbox. Like and, the arcade game. Yeah, like the arcade game. So you're like, you know, you're on a rail shooter essentially. You got a little reticle and you're shooting zombies and things like that. But it was so fucking short. Like it was, it's like three levels or something. Like I breezed through it. I'm like, this is it. And then like the replayability <laughs> is that. You know, like, uh, rescue all the scientists or fucking shoot the fucking bats. And reload, blah, blah. reload. So, like, I was like, this is fun, but was it worth nine bucks? No. It definitely should have been, like, a free Game Pass game. So that was kind of a letdown. And uh, my other big letdown here was Atomic Hearts. Like, that game looks so fucking cool. Um, the Bioshock-like game. Yeah, like the, the Russian version of Bioshock or whatever. But it was, like all style no substance and the comedy just like was fucking annoying there's some i got maybe like a couple hours into it i was like man this is not entertaining me to the point where i want to sit through this so very cool visuals but the game overall was was kind of lame all right um my two that i put on my honorable mention so i decided for my top five list to make it five games that i had never finished before so i um I decided to go with the two that I had played before that I refinished in 2023 as my honorable mentions. First one was Valiant Heart, The Great War. Uh, man, I, <laughs> I probably finished it five, six times, and I just fucking still love it. It's just such a good, solid game and basically a history lesson of a war that I don't think gets Sad enough. Sad ending, uh, too. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 people don't know enough about World War One. It's like It was a fucked up war, and people need to learn oh, more yeah. about it, you know? It's not like my teacher used to say it wasn't as flashy as world war ii there were like the big characters you know like they had so people tend to forget about it but it was a fucked up war and that game did a great job of uh making the game like entertaining but also educational so i loved it and the other one is dead space 2 um man i love that series it's so fucking good i think i'm gonna go through dead space 3 this year at some point and then probably the dead space remake like the year after uh, I love this series. I hope they make a new sequel as opposed to just remaking two and three again. You know, I think they look pretty good as they are, so they don't really necessarily need remakes. But those are my two honorable mentions for the year. Do you have any disappointments? Not really. No. Like, uh, oh yeah, maybe a Texas Chainsaw Massacre a little bit because as cool as the game is and as fun as it is to play with friends, I don't like their progression system. Uh, it feels like if you don't play for a little while and you go back, it's just impossible to get in because everyone has all these fucking powers and shit, and you're like basically a sitting duck, and it's almost impossible. Behind. I can't wait yeah. to fucking just murder you in that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's like they, <laughs> so it, high level is ridiculous. That's a problem for any multiplayer game. Like you, you need to have like it needs to be on the same field if you're gonna. You know, like, you can have cool skins and shit, that's absolutely no problem, but to have new powers that the other people don't have, it's just, doesn't make you want to play, you know? I agree. It, it needs to be level-based matchmaking, but I, yeah. don't, I don't think the the population is there to do that, right. unfortunately. So, I hear your complaints. It can be really annoying, like, if I'm, as, like, 
as ranked as I am too. If I get into someone that's like a ninety nine, I'm fucked. Like my god, I'm done. Right. Like I'll just fuck around. Right. Exactly. Kill me now. All right. Well, let's get into our top five game list. I'm going to take it first. Again, just as a reminder, these are not necessarily releases in 2023, more so than there's games that we played uh, throughout the course of 2023. So my number five, excuse me, is a game that I had never played. We actually reviewed it. It was a first time play for me. Um, I'm glad I played it. I'm glad I got through it. I wasn't as high on it as you guys were and still remain to this day. Um, But it was still a fun venture, and that is Bioshock. Um, playing as the Big Daddy was really fucking cool. I remember how memorable it was um, having to decide whether to kill the little sisters for personal gain or to save them um, was also cool. I really liked those back-in-the-day choices during games um, that you had. The story was pretty cool. I liked the little, uh, you know, the the setting, you know, it being futuristic but also steampunkish back in like the 50s 60s whatever um like i said i wasn't super high on it like you guys were but having played it and saying that i finally played a bioshock game i know there's probably like four of them out there um i thought it was pretty cool so my number five of 2003 is bioshock very cool uh there's three hopefully the four comes out eventually Ooh, to be next gen soon, baby but no um okay my number five is a little top-down shenanigan game called vampire survivors and it but you know on paper this shouldn't be a great game but it's a fucking fantastic game because it's so addictive oh I mean, yeah steve <laughs> can probably test how addictive it is because i'm a fucker played it to like two thousand <laughs> gamer point 100 achievements but gosh damn you basically just pick a character and you just survive waves and waves of fucking zombies and mummies and killer plants and things like that and it's really stupid but man you're fucking playing it and he's like fuck it's 30 minutes well i gotta go another round well it's a two hours i got fucking <laughs> yep. 19 hours on this game what the hell happened <laughs> vampire survivors is fucking awesome and i loved it all right uh my number five is one we reviewed on the show it is a plague's tale requiem uh, I, I dig this series, you know, it, it's a fun series. It's not one that I'm like super excited for, like a third one or anything, but if it does come out, I would definitely play it. It looks beautiful. Um, the gameplay was, I thought, better in the second one than the first one. Uh, I was really into the story. It was heart-wrenching, especially right at the end there. And there are some really memorable moments in that one. Like some fucking scenery was just absolutely insane. So uh, yeah, I... Thoroughly enjoyed playing it. So that's Plague Styles Requiem at number five. Amicia, God damn, I forgot I, I forgot pants. to put that one on ours. Yeah. Hey, that ending was fucking sad too, man. That was a that was a pretty powerful game. I like yeah. that one. I should have put it on here because I picked it. But <laughs> fuck, whatever. Um, let's see. My number four is one that Steve mentioned on his honorable mentions. Um, I disagree that. They don't just des- they do deserve a um, remake. I like the remake course that it took. Um, and that is Dead Space 2. We reviewed it, we played it, and I think Dead Space 2 kind of falls in that rare category where the sequel is as good, if not better, than the original. Um, having played a little bit of the remake, it was fucking fantastic. Um, the the little portion that I did, and if they remade Dead Space 2, I think that it would easily become like of resident evil four legend of goodness 
Um, and I would love to see the third one get a new breath of fresh air and a remake. And I would like sequels. Um, so hopefully that's coming down the road. Uh, but Isaac Clark, Necromorphs, the Church of Unitology, Dead Space 2 is just fucking scary good time. So that is my number four. Speaking of Resident Evil 4, I need to get that fucking game. Maybe that'll be next year one or this year one. Um, all right, number four is a VR title called Thrill of the Fight for the Oculus Quest. Um, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're in boxing. It's a boxing game. You need to have a room scale area. You can't be sitting. I guess you could be sitting down, but you get your ass beat. Uh, so room scale is required. Um, you weigh in, you pick your fucking fighter, and you just you fight them. And it's really fun, man. Like the, the hit markers when you punch someone is really cool knocking someone out is awesome the blood effects is pretty dope it's not like a super graphic intensive experience it's like not i want to say cartoony but it's like um it's it's not like you're fucking fighting apollo creed you know what i mean so you go in there and you fight some dudes you got characters like ugly joe who fucking talk shit to you you got big ass fucking dudes coming at you you fucking fight for the title it's a really fun game it gets you working out it gets you sweating like fucking crazy because you have to bob Ooh, you have i want to see around. this yeah you have to move around you can't just sit there and like you know like a fight a lot of like a, a the Wii. like it's designed for you to stand up and bowl like you should be bowling normally right but you can sit on your couch <laughs> and just flick your wrist and you'll be fine this one you actually have to like get up and do a, a competent you probably look like a, look like a stupid motherfucker if you record yourself like Steve did with fucking Beat Saber, but you actually have to move around <laughs> and fight, and it, it's pretty fun. So, thrill the fight VR. If you have an Oculus and you have any interest in boxing whatsoever, uh, pick it up. Or his shopping game. Remember that was pretty wild no, too. Job Simulator. Job Simulator is fun, right? I know. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I need to play that one. I got it part of the like when I got my Oculus, I got an intro pack with five games, and that was one of them. So. Definitely nice. to check that one out. Uh, my number four is it, it was going to be my next game had we continued with video games, and that is Bro Force Forever. Um, this is just such a fun fucking game. Uh, I never heard of this. One of my friends told me about it, and I was glad that he did because it's basically this podcast, the game. You know, it features a lot of the characters we constantly talk about. It uh, it was just fun to play just to see what character you would get next because uh, I made sure not to look at who was next and it was awesome man they really covered a lot of the big hitters in action sci-fi uh fucking fun game as well it's just you destroying shit having to like get to the end of the pretty short levels which is very helpful yeah. and then it goes into kind of sci-fi horror territory near the end as it uh, mimics one of our favorite franchises man I really love this game uh, I'm kind of bummed we never got to review it but uh People should absolutely check it out. So that's Bro Force Forever. I did start it. I did start playing it. So, and it is pretty interesting. I just got to get over the fact that uh, this isn't a multi-life game for the most part, if you don't do certain things. So I was dying pretty quick uh, early on. So, um, but it is fun so far and I am enjoying it. Um, my number three is a game that only I have played because you guys refused to get on the PlayStation level. Um, and that is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, this game is great for everything that Ubisoft is known for, the world building, the beautiful art. Isn't it for... on Xbox? Yeah, I, I have it on Xbox. What the fuck are you talking about? PlayStation. Oh, uh, well, well you, guys haven't, you guys haven't played it, and it's I, beautiful on the PlayStation. I just started it, so... actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, on okay. Xbox. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. I just want you guys to get a PlayStation. Um, this game is absolutely fun, and it's not 
100 hours in length. It's at most a 20-hour game. Um, it's The story is cool, seeing a little bit of that prequel of where Basim originated from. Um, you know, you're introduced to him in Valhalla, and this is basically a story of his origin. Um, it's just, it, it's a ton of fun, short story, fun combat, um, reintroduction of stealth-based gameplay. Parkour is still a little lame, but it's better than most. Um it's just it's just an enjoyable game and it's one of those it's kind of like when you watch a movie that's really good and it's only like an hour and maybe 15 to an hour and a half it just hits that perfect spot um i think this game is everything um that assassin's creed it hits that perfect spot where it's not too long not too short and it leaves you wanting more assassin's creed mirage also good description for your sexual performance that is that is true not too long not too short leaves you wanting more perfect Absolutely, baby. Fake chow. Nom, 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 nom. All right. Um, hall pass reference? Yeah, nice. All right, my next, uh, my third one is Dead Space 2. I mean, it's, you guys, I think both of you mentioned it already. Um, it's an amazing game, and it's a fucking fantastic follow-up to Amazing Part 1. Uh, the world, the monsters, the action, Isaac, it's, it's just so fucking cool. It's so cool. Let's go, John Carpenter. Get your ass in the director's chair make this make this title let's go i'm definitely gonna be on um what steve's gonna do probably play three this year maybe even the remake i don't know we'll see i've never played three before so i'm excited about that so dead space two five out of five phenomenal all right uh my third one is a game that todd already mentioned uh vampire survivors that motherfucking game man like i so i started playing when todd picked it and i was like fuck, i hate this game but i'll 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 play the two hours he asked us to do after two hours, I'm like, you know what? I'll just play a little bit more because I want a better taste of this game. And then I played and I played and I played. And then for fucking 45 hours later, I uh, got all the achievements for the game and bought the DLC, got the achievements for those as well, and then put it to rest because they're still putting out fucking achievements where so I lost my like completion, but I'm not going back. Like it's it's <laughs> Vampire Survivors and I have a, you know, well, we're done now. So, but I enjoyed the shit out of it and didn't expect it. I never would have played it had it not been for this podcast. It just didn't look like something that was appealing to me, but I had so much fucking fun learning about the characters, how the characters work, how the powers work in tandem with each other, the combinations that would kind of make you almost unbeatable. Uh, I had a lot of fun going through it and getting those achievements. And some of them were tough as shit. I'm like, I'm not going to lie, but. It, I, it was probably my most satisfying game, too, because, you know, I really went for some difficult achievements, and I was proud that I got them. So, Vampire Survivors at number three. And my number two is Cocaine Realized in a video game, uh, the addiction that is, and that is Vampire Survivors, <laughs> because just like everything you guys have said, a game that is so simple in concept is so fucking addicting i am with you guys on that boat where half an hour run you usually people play these games half an hour you're done you find yourself easily dropping four hours into this fucking game just to see how far you can get the levels differences oh there's cool little unlockables that you didn't know oh fuck i better play some more todd found a fucking secret gem in this fucking game um i still have it downloaded i haven't erased it because a part of me is like i want to get back and i want to get some of those achievements maybe or just unlocking more of those characters but vampire hunters is it was free to download right because it's on game pass 
Um, so if you haven't played it, I absolutely 100% will you to download it and play it because it's just that much fun. All right, cool. All right, number two for me is Bioshock 1, a replay, third or fourth time beating it, and I'm glad Mono experienced it because it's an amazing story, amazing world rapture. It's just like there's so many avenues for storytelling in that universe. It's a shame that movie not, uh, never got off the ground. They make a cool miniseries, so maybe that will happen in the future. doubt it. But Bioshock 1 is awesome. Andrew Ryan's an excellent villain. Um, Big Daddies are fucking cool as hell. Mondo re-mentioned, like, you know, you're getting little sisters, and I never sacrificed a single one in any of my playthroughs. You monsters if you did. Um, Bioshock 1 is just amazing. So, yep, number two. I think the Bioshock TV show is in production. So, That's what I was going to say. I think there's something in production. Yeah, and, and, and I think Netflix is making it. So... We might be in luck, but until I see a fucking trailer, you know, I'm holding my breath. But still, I, I'm pretty sure it's like it was like pretty Hold far. On, push it over. Yeah. Uh, all right. My number two was both on your dishonorable mentions, but I love the shit out of it, and that is Starfield. Uh, I love Bethesda games. I mean, I always have. Uh, I really liked uh, the time I put into this one. I did not finish it, but I do plan on really immersing myself at some point this year. I'm probably going to start over too because I've been just not gaming too much in the last kind of quarter of the year. But uh, I I love it, man. It's it's like you really get to be, you know, like a sci-fi character in space, and you go all these different planets. And the, the mechanic, there's so many mechanics. It's like almost ridiculous and overwhelming how many things you can do in that game. But I'm really excited to re- really d- d- dive deeper through the year, and I just loved what I saw so far. So Starfield at number two. I want to like it, man. I really do. I keep seeing people on on X putting like, oh, yeah, I put a 100 hours into this game. And I ran into a random planet and a random fucking audio. And it was the best audio ever. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to put 100 hours in to find this thing, you know, like whatever. Um, So my number one uh, for gaming this year, I actually took the liberty uh, to kind of make it a dual thing. Not so much because I enjoy the games themselves but it's more so than I enjoy the meaning that will forever last with me um, because this year has been kind of tough. You know, we lost, uh, we lost some close people. Um, so for me, number one is Friday the 13th and PUBG. Um, not, not enough can be said. You've heard us in the past. Um, it always hits me in the feels when we talk about it, but some of the best memories I've had this year, uh, some of the memories that I'll cherish forever moving forward Um Hearing the laugh, hearing the craziness, uh, hearing Chuck. Um, I mean, that those games just will always mean a lot more to me than than any Assassin's Creed, any Uncharted, anything like that, because we have some great ass fucking memories uh playing that game with our boy Chuck um and with the boys in general. So uh not not to get too emotional or anything there. Um, but yeah, Chuck's Chuck's the big meaning on why these are my number one. So Friday thirteenth and PUBG. Excellent. Two excellent titles with an excellent person and people. Um, dang it, Mondo. Fucking derailer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, nah, that, that was really well said. I mean, that, that was my highlight of gaming this year. I didn't put it on my number one. I didn't think about it, but that is truly my number one highlight of the year is just online game with everybody. It was a lot of fun. Uh, recipes, Chuck. And Michelle. Um, but yeah, my number one is going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Put 114 hours into it. And yeah, you know, I, I feel bad that, you know, Steve doesn't like it. 
Mono. I don't think you've played it. I don't think I ever fucking played it. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's a fantastic game. I do understand the frustrations though. Like I said, like when I go up against a level ninety nine guy, I'm like, oh man, this guy's gonna be a fucking asshole, and they usually are. Um, you know, you get sometimes you get um you get surprised where you like beat the shit out of them, and you're like this guy must have done something to get to level ninety nine, but wasn't playing this game. Um, but man, it's nerve wracking. It gets uh, the blood pumping. It's cinematic. Like when you're hiding in a chest and fucking Leatherface carries someone and sticks them on a hook. Or you're outside of the family house and Leatherface is fucking going ape shit, chasing someone down the, the big uh, driveway to the freeway. Um, I loved it, man. The kills are cool. Um, personally, yeah, you know, there's some problems with it. Like the, the matchmaking level, level matchmaking is broken. They have fixed some stuff though recently where you don't have to have Leatherface to play, so you're not kicking everyone out of the out of the lobby, which is uh, which is fun. Um, but yeah, I put a ton of hours into it. You know, obviously massive horror fan. Texture and so is probably my third favorite film all time, so it was really awesome getting this. Plus, they got everything that they did right Friday Thirteenth, and then up the ante in my opinion. So Texture and Massacre, fantastic game. Can't wait to get back into it. Cool. Uh, my last one, and I, I didn't really want to put this one at number one, but I played over 200 hours of it this year. Oh, so I, I almost Disney. have to. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Disney's Dreamlight Valley. Oh, uh, shit. So this is one that I was playing uh, alongside Chuck very early in the year. And yeah. uh, he was so excited. Like, we talk about updates all the time and shit. And then, you know, we were really looking forward to multiplayer coming out, which just came out recently. And it's not like a fun game. But when you only have half an hour at lunch and you need to just kind of get your mind off the crap that you're uh, you're working on, this is a good game to just kind of walk around, build your little town, uh, get new Disney characters. And their updates have been just incredible. Uh, so many updates, like the amount of characters and buildings and stuff like that. It's just it's just an easy, fun game, you know, to see kind of your your valley grow and do stuff and it's not something that like I'm playing for necessarily fun, but it's a good kind of mind uh, relaxer. So I have to give it number one just for the sheer amount of hours I put into it. Fucking two hundred hours in Disney fucking dream. Did you collect all like... the dirt? You need, you need oh to yeah. Collect. Oh man, you have no idea the amount of fish and rocks that I <laughs> like. And it's, it's ridiculous. They're not oh, rocks, Marie. God. They're minerals. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking insane. Ah. Uh, top five games those are our top five games of 2023 um in the discord for those of you who haven't joined i'd love to see what you guys have had maybe top five top three um but that's definitely ours um before we move on some movies so i do want to ask you guys what are the three games that you guys plan on playing in 2024 like your kind of your your goals for 2024 Mm, i want to finish massacre shit more and more hours yeah, Dead Rising remake or three. We'll see. Ooh. And then I've been downloading and like deleting. I've done this like four fucking times. Alan Wake remaster oh, part one. Shit. Part two is like gotten like so much. All the notoriety. Like, like yeah. yeah. And I've never played part one. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do it. I'm going to download it, keep it there, and play the shit out of that. Hopefully. It's, it's crazy to me that you guys like overwhelmingly hated control. Which is fine, but Alan Wake is in the same universe. Yeah, but it's horror. Everything. It's like more horror. Like That's true. Control is more like sci-fi weird. <laughs> well, I heard yeah. that Control actually factors into Alan Wake too. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, there's like references to them. But they 
to to be fair control had dlc that had a lot of alan wake it was all alan wake yeah. um base so uh it looks cool that not necessarily a game for me but um yeah really? for me i think i want to finish spider-man 2 because after that whole leak drop of what's coming from insomniac <laughs> um for those of you who didn't see it the wolverine shit the venom rumor venom game that they're coming out with um, I'm pretty hyped about that. So I want to finish Spider-Man 2. Um, I want to finish God of War, Ragnarok, um, especially because like you were playing Dream Valley with uh, Chuck, I was playing Ragnarok and I just fucking, the, the wind came out of my cell um, once he passed in April. Um, and then whatever they announced Assassin's Creed wise, I mean, I'm a, I'm a whore when it comes to Assassin's Creed. Um, I know Ubisoft's going to have a big year with Division Heartlands free to play and all that shit too. So I'm ready for 2004 in gaming, man. I know every year they say it's going to be a big year in gaming, um, but I'm just ready to fucking play Star Wars. If a new Star Wars game's coming out, oh my gosh, I'm ready. Is, is it 2026 yet? Yeah, right. Oh, for Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, that looks so yeah. fucking good. Yeah, what, do you, like, what are you going to play, Steve? Uh, for me, I'm going to play, well, Assassin's Creed Mirage. I just started, so that's going to be uh, kind of my next game. But like I said before, I want to do Dead Space 3 because we did 1, 2, and now I want to of finish off uh, that trilogy and i'm probably gonna pick up dead island too because i really love zombie Ooh. games and stuff like that that's that so cool it's still really expensive so i'm like waiting for a a big price drop and if i don't end up getting that i might go into um dead rising 4 again uh, i really like that one it's the only dead rising that doesn't have a fucking timer so legit i hate the timer it just stresses me out i feel like i can't do side missions and it's just I don't, I don't like it. So Dead Rising 4, you know, it's in a mall and everything. So I just, that's probably the one I'll, I'll replay. When you guys play Dead Space 3, let me know if that co-op is still viable because that's the one Dead Space game that had co-op um, on there. And it was actually pretty unique to the game itself. So that'd be kind of cool if they continued it after all these years. I got um, one more that I'm going to play. I keep forgetting. Um, I'm going to get Robocop, man. It hasn't gone down. Oh, yet. dude, that shit looks kind of cool. Yeah, and I love their Terminator game they made a few years back. So everyone that i've seen online loves it if you're a robocop fan so like i'm really excited for that or robo wants an oreo robo doesn't get an oreo remember that <laughs> anyway you guys see that behind no. the scenes shit oh you gotta look it up and he i think there's a special line in there that he put in there for me i want them extra crispy <laughs> <laughs> oh god i will never live down these conventions and all the shit that happens <laughs> <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen let's get into our top 10 films and series i let off with the games and i'll lead off with this my number 10 Wait, are you doing is... uh honorable mentions you know? oh shit i don't know if i have honorable mentions man i just went straight to what about disappointments uh anything I wanna... anything DC? About. <laughs> I, I i did watch the flash uh finally and with the exception of seeing a cool cgi um Fuck, why did his name just exist? Nick Cage? Not Nick Cage, uh, the original fucking Superman. George Reeves? Or Christopher Reeves? Like they do Christopher both, Reeves, so. yeah, yeah. Christopher Reeves, after seeing him, he's always going to be the best Superman to me is what I grew up with. Um, but that movie was just fucking dog shit. It was, it was terrible. I hated every minute of it. Um, but no, let me, what are your dishonorable ones? What, what movies did you guys fucking hate this year? Well, I hated the Super Mario Brothers movie, which I'm sure will be number <laughs> number one in your guys' list. Maybe it's it was lame, man. man. It was not. I did not like it, and I know a you lot just of people don't like fun. It. That's not true. You'll see my list. I have a lot of fun stuff on here, but Super Mario Brothers was lame. 
uh Indiana Jones, <laughs> Dial of Destiny. Oh, that lame. one sucked. Yeah, I'm sad about um, that. Yeah, I guess those are my two. But yeah, I guess the biggest one is Dial of Destiny because it's like we talked we all about we're it hoping nausea, for it. So let's yeah, we'll just leave it at that. But yeah, it was lame. Yeah, absolutely. Steve? Uh yeah, Dial of Destiny is probably the biggest disappointment, man. I I just love Indiana Jones and man, I think I might even like fucking Crystal Skull more. Oh, <laughs> that's rough. Right? And that, yeah, that's, that's not a I good place. I definitely do. I definitely do. It's not a good place to be. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my, my butt. Just that whole that whole movie of just watching him being so old on screen. That that's what I remember watching in theater. It's just everything was. He's so old. He's so old. <laughs> he's so old. Like fuck the movie. He's just. I, like, I, I'm, yeah, I'm fine that he's old. My my issue is that he's a reluctant participant in his final adventure. Like this should have been a movie about him getting the final MacGuffin that he'd been wanting his whole fucking career. You know, it's like the ultimate. It's like the fucking Jesus Christ's body or something. I don't know. Like something yeah. that's like really Nailed. fucking crazy that he's always always wanted. You know, and no, in this one he's just kind of like, Ugh. like he does it fucking the scene that pisses me off the most, and there's a lot of them is when he brings Salah to the uh, airport, and Salah's oh, yeah. like, oh, I would love to go on one last adventure. He's like, no, nah, bitch, Salah. stay home. <laughs> and then you don't see Salah for the rest of the movie until the end. I'm like, yeah. fuck off, man. Come on. Don't tease us like that. It'd be awesome to see those two uh, you know, join for another adventure. But, ah, oh, fuck that. I watched him in um, What Lies Beneath yesterday, mm. which is a very underrated movie. I think it's his only horror movie, right? So... I think you guys should watch that one day because it's really good. I love it. And Michelle Pfeiffer, ooh, I love it. All right, top 10 film series. I'm leading off number 10 uh, series that dropped this year, obviously, because it's 2023 that we were talking about, or last year since we went down to 24th. Um, Gen V. The Boys Universe is fucking great. Um, Homelander. We could speak about Homelander all day. Best fucking villain, best character on TV. Todd's idol. Um, but Gen V had a huge fucking shoe to fit into, and not that it exactly fit in there perfectly, it really did add to the story. It really gave you that boys, um, you know, gore, sex, drugs, everything. It was just a fun watch. Um, I absolutely loved it. I'm glad they're gonna do more of it, and I'm glad that it's gonna go into uh, this upcoming series of the boys, which I hoped we'd would have got in 23, but I'm not mad that we're getting it in 24. So Gen V is my number. Yes. I'm shocked to be honest with you. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. I, I no, Yeah. I, I thought it'd be higher on his list. To be honest. Like, Oh, I've got, a, I've got a lot of crazy shit on my list. My yeah. list is fucking <laughs> schizophrenic this year. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, keeping the same order, I guess. Um, all right, yeah, so my list is kind of a little bit wonky here, man. Like, I only watched 13 titles total from TV and film for 2024. Oh, shit. So, like, I have a two and a half out of five as my number 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it is Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon Part One, which just came out yeah, Netflix, like a couple weeks ago. I think you'll like it, Mondo, because it was like the rejected Star Wars pitch, right? No, thanks, Zack Snyder. So, like, when you're watching this, you're like, oh, replace that with a lightsaber. Oh, replace that character with a Sith. Replace that with Jedi and Stormtrooper, blah, 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 and so on and so on. And you'd be like, oh, shit, I can see where the Star Wars uh, tale came from. There's a lot of cool stuff in here. Typical of Zack Snyder's recent work, though, it's like, man, just, like, 
get out of your own way, man. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like a hater for him. I think he's a really talented filmmaker. I think it's like the cool thing right now to be like, I hate Zack Snyder. Like, no, motherfucker, 300, Dawn of the Dead, amazing. Watchmen's amazing. Shut up. Road Moon Part One, though, it feels long and short at the same time, if that makes sense. I know there's a four hour cut out there that Netflix made him cut down, so that might improve things, but it's fucking four hours. Um, they're the the good overweigh the bad in my opinion. I really like the villain. I forget who what his name is, but he was excellent. Um, the world it, it's set in is really fucking neat, but I I can't even tell you. I can't even name one of the the main characters that was one of the heroes. So, um, Rebel Moon Part One. Hopefully, two improves on one. And uh, yeah, you might. I guarantee you'll like it, Mondo, because it's very Star Wars ish, especially like the newer ones. Uh, if it's better than DC, I'll watch it. We'll see. Uh, all right. My top 10, uh, just spoiler alert. I'm a big comic book fan and a big video game fan. And I think Uh-oh. nine of my 10 titles fit in that category. So that's probably why. Uh, my number 10 uh, might be a surprise to some people. It is Twisted Metal Season 1. Wow, that is uh, surprising. I really love Twisted Metal, the games. I used to play them all the time uh, you know, on PlayStation. And... I didn't think that they could successfully adapt this. It just it's a quite, kind of a crazy story. And season one felt more like a pre-game to the Twisted Metal tournament and everything like that. But I had a lot of fun watching it. Like I didn't think it would be that good, to be honest with you. Uh it was just fun. You know, each episode kind of introduces one or two of the characters from the series, and I like the interpretations of them. Uh I thought they did some interesting like twists and turns and it's action heavy and I actually ended up having a lot of fun watching this one. I mean, it, you can't take it too seriously. It's kind of goofy at times. And there are some things that were unneeded, in my opinion. And I'm super happy that they announced Season 2 because I didn't know how well it did. And Season 2 is going to be, like, the actual tournament. So I'm pretty fucking psyched for it. So Twisted Metal Season 1 at my number 10. You've also been Shit. a huge fan of Anthony Mackie ever since Striking Vipers. Yeah, oh, yes. I think that's definitely what got this on your radar. So, well, from, from yeah, from Eight Mile, actually, if we're talking yeah. Anthony Mackie, but Striking Vipers was the one Same that really drove me over the edge. Oh, I'm gonna, I'll be sure to ask Dev Campbell. What do you think, Steve and I do in our quest, Wanda? We're not playing uh, golf. Every time you guys, every time you guys say we're playing golf, I'm like, you fucking liars! You playing fucking, some with some kind of stick? You docking right, is what you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right my number nine is it's crazy like i said my my list is so scatterbrained because this typically would be higher it's probably higher on one of your guys's list um but this is a action film franchise that is just so fucking fantastic i know a lot of people love it for me this was not the best of the franchise but definitely still good that is john wick for yeah i'm thinking i'm back john wick is just such a great fucking character Keanu Reeves from Mr. Nice Guy outside of films to just fucking this film action star. I feel like he's going to be like our next generation's Liam Neeson, where you just give him like random things like, hey, you're in an air balloon. Make this work. They'd be like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm getting there. <laughs> like, uh, I'm just, I'm ready for it, dude. John Wick 4 was supposed to be the end, but now they're talking about John Wick 5 and spinoffs. I didn't watch the Continental on Peacock because there's no John Wick in it, um, but that John Wick 4 is fucking such a wild, crazy fun ride, so go watch it if you haven't. All right, number nine is Gen V Season 1. Like Mondo, I love the boys' universe. It's, it's 
ripe for exploring. I love the take on superheroes and how they're fucking just all sex crazed assholes for the most part. Um, there was it, there was a lot of misses, miss, a lot of miscues in this one. I didn't really like the tone at times with it. Um, it kind of got a little high and mighty there at times, but I really like a lot of the characters, like Jordan, the um, the double. I don't know how you describe oh, the, a superhero. The changing the girl guy, the, yeah, guy, girl guy Jordan. Um, Andre was okay. I didn't really like him. Like Kate a lot. Um, just I know where you like Kate. I'd like Kate. Yeah, cause I can fix her. <laughs> I think if I had, you know, I can take her out. I can fix her. She won't change me and push me to do things. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really cool. Arnold Schwarzenegger's son is a really good actor. It sucks he wasn't in a lot, but hopefully we'll get some more flashbacks with him. And I really like the Muppets violence, like when when they turn to Muppets for violence, that was really cool. So Gen Fee's cool, and then seeing Homelander, which is stupid, like it's not his show, but seeing him in the last episode was really fucking cool. So can't wait for season four this year. Yeah, um, yeah, John Wick was my number eleven, so I just just missed out on my list. Actually, my yeah. wife my wife has never seen them. And last night, so the last movie I watched in twenty twenty three was the first one, and we're gonna watch the other three. This I week, hope she so. loved it. Eh, she was like, yeah. the Baba <laughs> I, Yaga is coming for her. Yeah, but I, I fucking love it. So <laughs> it's all good. Uh, my number nine, probably my biggest surprise on my list, surprises even me to be on here, but I can't deny my feelings for this movie. And I fucking hate that I like this movie. <laughs> and that is The Flash. Oh um, my God. I mean, look, I'm a huge Michael Keaton Batman fan. And to see him be Batman one last time, because I really don't think we'll see him again at this point was just so fucking amazing. And I I love some of the Easter eggs. The comedy actually hit with me in a few scenes, which was surprising. Now, the CGI is dog shit. There's Terrible. A scene, there's a sheet scene with babies that is, like, oh, hard to watch God. how bad the CGI is. The opening is. scene? Well, it's close <laughs> to the opening, yeah. But um, And they shoehorn in, like, other characters that really didn't need to be there. Like, fucking Wonder Woman shows up for really no reason at all. And, oh, who cares? She's Gal Gadot. I love her. Yeah, exactly. And I like the little twist at the end. It made me laugh a lot because uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for uh, George Clooney's just, Batman. <laughs> just, just spoil it. Yeah, spoil it for yeah, time. George, yeah. George Clooney's Batman. <laughs> yeah, Bat it, becomes, it becomes the Batman in that universe at the end of the movie. Yeah, what about Val, where's Val Kilmer at? We get Val Kilmer in it? No, Val Kilmer uh, doesn't we look can't good. get him. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, I okay. know, but you could have, like, I mean, they could have CGI'd him, like, uh, fucking yeah. Nick Cage, I guess, or Adam West, which was awesome. Anyway, oh, Adam West uh, was in there? Yeah. Was very yeah. Quickly. yeah. <laughs> what about Robin? Uh, Robin in there? I no. Think he, was he next to him? I don't remember. Um, I don't remember because I think he was just running. What about yeah. Batman Beyond? They bring him in in the universe yet? No, I think that's what Dick Grayson, right? No, 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 that's one of the fucking Robins. I think that's yeah. what Michael Keaton's go- uh, character was kind of supposed to be. Yeah, was Batman like Beyond's, I think so. Batman. That's probably what he would have been in Batgirl. But anyway, The Flash, uh, number nine. I enjoyed it way, way more than I thought I would. So, yeah, yeah, that movie was rough, man. Uh, that, like that scene that you're talking about was pretty cool. Um, but that fucking CGI baby scene was even my daughter, who loves all things superheroes too, was like that is terrible. Um, all right, my number eight is another TV show. Um, I think, and this is probably one of my only comic book movie or related things on my list, which is Psycho. Oh, no, I have one more. Um, but I think it has the best character development in the from the inception of this universe, and that's Loki season two. Uh, Loki's a character that we just kind of get as you know, Thor's brother. He's kind of mischievous, which is his character. He's kind of funny. He's kind of the main villain in one movie. And he just has like this, if you really just kind of sit 
down and look and you look at Loki season two and its finality, Loki has arguably the best character arc in the entire MCU because he he just changes so much. He grows so much. You grow with him. And that ending in Loki season two, I think, is one of the best endings in Marvel uh, to date. And I mean, I think it's as good as well, not as good. Endgame will always have the best fucking scene ever. But as far as like an individual character, Loki season two, man, like Tom Hiddleston, bring him, bring him as young Emperor Palpatine already. That's what I want him for. Um, because what he brought to Loki was just there's nothing, there's nothing that compares. It was such a great character, and hopefully we get more of him in the future. Yeah, I started it. I need to finish that because I like season one a lot. It's um, really fucking good. Yeah, I like Owen Wilson. He's really good in that. And it's got uh what's his name from Indiana Jones, right? Wow. Yeah, it's got short round. Short round. All right. Number eight is Mondo's number nine, I think it was. I don't know. John Wick part four. Um, yeah, I you know, I one is amazing. I fucking love part one. It's got everything you want from it. Yeah. Two and three are, you know, a little bit of a fucking bummer. Like he's still, still mad. Fucking get over it, dude. And then part four i think picks up like for me personally i think part four was a turnaround for me in the series i liked it a lot man i like fucking uh it pennywise he's really good in it although steve probably hates his accent but i thought he was cool <laughs> um i really like the twist ending like with the fucking um the showdown like where they shoot each other i'm like oh i got you motherfucker you stupid idiot john wick four is cool counter is awesome like mondo said he's like america's sweetheart like tom yep. he's like a tom hanks like they can't do anything wrong so uh yeah john wick four is cool Right, like uh, especially my... when he falls down the stairs for 19 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> right. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, all right. My number eight, going back to the television world, and this one is Ahsoka season one. Um, really loved it. Really awesome to see uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn finally, uh, you know, in flesh, and he was great, man. He was just, uh, uh, you know, obviously we don't Haunting. see him like a, a ton, but I think it's the beginning of something really cool. Uh, I just had a lot of fun, you know, uh, rest in peace to Ray Stevenson. Uh, it's too bad that he's not going to get to continue that character because that character had one of the best arcs so in, that, in that show. So, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun with this and uh, I can't wait to see more in uh, season two. So Ahsoka season one at my number eight. Number seven continues my heartthrob crush on Chris Hemsworth and the movie that I talked at length about for the first one. Extraction 2. Um, I fucking, those movies are so good. They're like on the level of John Wick for me, except you have fucking Chris Hemsworth with his beautiful accent and his beautiful face and his beautiful muscular stature. Um, the first one was fucking excellent. Uh, the cinematography in it was so good. And the second one just expands on that tenfold. Um, that motherfucker's just handsome to watch. And he's such a good actor. Um it sucks that he's kind of going through that whole like, hey, I was found to be uh, at risk for dementia, so I'm going to take a step back from filming and stuff. Um, good for him to kind of get his mental health all in all in order. Um, but fuck, what a what a gift he gave me in Extraction Two. It's like he knew I was waiting for it. I know they're making a third one. I don't know if he's coming back in it. I hope he is um, because yeah, that fucking movie was fun. It was a fun watch. So Extraction Two on Netflix. All right, speaking of handsome men, Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Ethan Hunt would kick the shit out of Extraction Guy. I don't even know his name. No, uh, he's way taller. Chris Hemsworth's taller. I don't, I don't care. 
And uh, anyway, Mission Impossible Force or Impossible Mission Force, whatever you want to call it. It's uh, like, I, I can't wait for you guys to watch it. Please watch it to, to see what I'm talking about with the stupid fucking dialogue scenes where everyone has to have a fucking a three second you line. You are what? <laughs> yeah. Johnny went to the mall. I'm like, shut up. Just one person say the plan and then it's going to be more clear. Okay. Vin Rame, Simon Pegg, um, fucking Miss Captain, Captain America's wife, fucking hot as hell. Oh, um, Haley Atwell. Yeah, yeah, I always like these movies, man. Uh, Tom Cruise is a legit action star. His his uh, his stunts are always really cool. Um, I love the Mission Impossible universe, and this one, while it was a little bit of letdown, not as cool as Henry Cavill fucking cocking his arms in that one movie, but uh, super cool nonetheless. So Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning one. Nice. Uh, all right, my number seven is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Turtles, and I wasn't sure how I would feel about this one, but I ended up really liking it. It was just a fun story, went by super fast. You got a lot of, like, more obscure characters from the Turtles universe, like fucking Gecko Mondo, man. That's awesome. I was so happy to see that. Um, (laughs) Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, yeah, absolutely. Uh, There were a few things I wasn't as much of a fan of. Uh, I didn't like Donatello's voice. It was like too squeaky for me, uh, and I didn't like Superfly as the kind of villain for this one. What? I would have preferred to have like Baxter Stockman. Baxter, Man, shut you know? your mouth. Um, but it's looking up. You know, obviously we get the tease for the villain in part two. Yeah, and, Shredder. Uh, yeah, and I'm really looking forward to it. I hope they bring Krang in as well. Uh, it was fun. It was a really cool uh, film and one that I'll probably watch again at some point this year. So. TMNT Mutant Mayhem at number seven. Six in the morning, police at my dough. Ah, that was fun. I like that movie. Maybe I'll talk about it soon. Uh, my number six, if you are someone who's into military war movies, <coughs> Todd, um, this movie was definitely something that totally blew me back. It was a surprising. It was such a great watch. Um, that is guys, Richie's the covenant starring Jake fucking handsome Gyllenhaal as well. Um, that movie was fucking great. Every minute of it, it had my wife glued to the TV watching it, not just because of Jake Gyllenhaal and how much I look like him, just a little plus size. Um, but it was just such a fun watch, a great story of camaraderie and what it means like to, to have brothers abroad and stuff like it great great movie i highly recommend you watch it last i saw i think it was available on like hulu or amazon for free um but it is worth the investment of the two-hour watch that it is so that is the the covenant yeah i tried to watch it on prime but the fucking prime feed wouldn't work so i didn't get to watch it this year but no definitely will my number six is i'm not sure if you guys have seen this one please don't destroy the treasure of foggy mountain it's a comedy no that I had no idea what it was, and I like it was an autoplay trailer. I'm like, oh, this seems pretty funny. And me and my son watched it, and we had a like, it was it was stupid. It's like, um, <laughs> it's about three guys that grow up together, and they're like in their twenties now. They're like working at a sporting goods store, so not like you know on the best track right now for their age, but whatever. Um, there's like a local legend in the like the mountains of like some fucking treasure, or whatever. So decide to go up there and, and find it. Typical story beats where like, you know, one of the friends is like, you guys are leaving me behind because you guys are like have girlfriends and like, I, I just wanted to go back to normal. And then they come back in the end together. So like typical beats like that. But I thought it was really funny. It's like, it's the younger audience's humor, you know, so you have to ex- accept that. But I had a lot of fun with it. I think you guys might enjoy it. I don't know. 
but please don't destroy the treasure of Foggy Mountain. There's a lot of laugh out loud moments in it. Awesome. Uh, my number six is uh, Super Mario Brothers. I Yay. did not think they could pull it off, to be honest with you. When they first <laughs> announced it and Chris Pratt was the voice, I was just like, oh they... my God, this is going to fucking suck ass. But I really fucking loved it. It was so fucking good. It felt like that universe. Uh, they had so many cool references to the games and with the music cues. And, you know, they had like the fucking punch out bar, which was amazing. And it just, <laughs> I enjoyed the fuck out of this. I watched it twice and I, uh, I'll watch it again. You know, this it's super well made. It looks great. Um, the voices were good, surprisingly. I, I really don't have a lot bad to say about this one. Uh, I can't wait for them to do a part two to this. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to get Yoshi in part two and stuff like that. So Yoshi! Uh, yeah, Super Mario Brothers 2 at number six. Hey, it's me, me, Luigi. I'm your brother. I'm going to scream hey. on my lines. I love Charlie Day. He was too. made for too. Luigi. I was, I was making a joke. Looks yeah. Sick. You hate it because you hate everything in life that's fun. Most everything that's fun. All right. Time for top five territory, gentlemen. And shockingly, this one comes in number five for me. Most people would probably think it's higher, but it's Mandalorian season three. Um, not enough can be said about that character. Um, for for Filoni, and um, I'm just gonna say Happy Hogan because I can't think of his fucking name right now. Um, for them to come up with this character and be three seasons in now, coming up to four, I'm super thankful for this one. You get to explore Mandalore itself, the caves of Mandalore. You get to see a mythosaur. Uh, more dark saber, just more story. Uh, I loved it, man. I love everything Mandalorian um, prior to this series, everything now with this series, and I can't wait to see what the ultimate end game is. I know it's all going to manifest in the movie, um, but with the introduction of Sabine Wren live action, who's a Mandalorian herself, the fact that a lot of anyone could become a Force user, I kind of hoping mandalorian maybe he's got some little secrets up his sleeve especially since he has grogu um but i fucking love that series and i enjoyed the hell of it in 2023 and i hope i hope i hope i hope we get a late december uh season four of mandalorian coming up in 20 anyone can become a force user huh everyone has the ability to utilize the force it's kind of like working out everyone can get in shape but unless you really practice and do it you can become like bruce lee legend status but did so. you forget about the midichlorians mondo uh, yeah i did remember about that did they forget about that too no george himself said uh back in the inception of star wars that everyone has the potential to wield the force it's those who put the practice and patience into it that actually become good at it. Jedi just are inherently better because of midi chlorians, I guess. But that's another story for another time. I was trying to get you fired up a little bit. Oh, you won't win, bitch. You won't win. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> it's your turn, fucker. Top five. No, I, I try to okay. Anyway, part five. <laughs> Last Jedi suck. Um yeah, it's gonna be Invincible season two, part one. Which I'm a bummer. I'm, I'm I'm upset it didn't come out like all at once. It's really annoying. But the last four episodes will come out sometime in 2024, which is stupid. But hey, here we are. Glenn is an amazing voice actor. Uh, what's his face from fucking Whiplash and uh, J. Jonah Jameson, amazing J. voice Jameson. actor. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the fucking real actors' names, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Invincible season Jameson. two is awesome. It hits you <laughs> in the feels, man. Like his dad 
Omni-Man beat the fuck out of him and left Earth and like told, told him that his mother was a it was like a nice pet Mark and he's like yeah, that's my fucking mother and then like now like he's on a mission to fucking be the better hero than his father and everyone's afraid that he's going to uh, follow in Omni-Man's footsteps and he's like trying to prove them wrong and then some more shit happens and escalates and Omni-Man's back baby so like it's fucking really cool so uh you guys any of you guys watch season two yet part one not season two yet part one was great though all right yeah it's really cool number five are you gonna watch steven yun when he comes out in thunderbolts for um mcu no okay (laughs) who else is that who else is a thunderbolt Oh, you're fucking uh, your man, yeah, your boy, you're, John Walker. John Walker, uh, yeah, John Walker oh, be in there. John Walker wasn't wrong. Justice for John Walker. Who cares? It's, ba- it's, it's a big deal. It's basically the Suicide Squad version of the MCU. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, my number five is one I think you both mentioned already, uh, and that is Gen V season one. Yeah, I just fucking love the boys' universe. You know, it's just uh, it's a lot of fun, and I had a lot of. I had a great time watching this one. I like the characters. I like the powers. I like how ridiculous it got at times. Uh, I got giddy every time that one of the boys got mentioned or you see him in the background or shows straight up, shows up and wrecks shit. You know, it's a, it's definitely a precursor to season four with the election and everything like that. We know exactly what they're doing. It's going to just trying to divide Americans even more. I think it's going to be crazy uh, the way that they handle things. And um, it's a ton of fun. Like people need to watch this. If you like the boys, uh, you owe it to yourself to check out this series. Uh, so that's my number five. The fucking thing's so raunchy. I don't know why I just started thinking about the small girl fucking touching the dick. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, that is so random. It's it so is. fucking random. They do but you know some together. motherfucker would like make a girl do that if she had that power. Oh, yeah. Todd would. Todd would, <laughs> for sure. It, look at his smile. That's a that's a smile of approval. Um, my number four um, is... Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy were definitely obscure characters that I have never heard about until they released live action MCU. Um, they easily became some of my favorite because they're just so fucking random. A tree, a raccoon, a green girl, a human, uh, fucking Bautista. It was just like you get all these random characters and you just make it work. Now, I think the second one for me was kind of like not as good as the first or the third. I mean, of course you get Kurt Russell in there and Kurt Russell is just a fucking stud. Um, but the third one had so much, it was basically the wrap up of all these three, these characters that we knew and love. And you feel the levity and a lot of the, the sad shit, um, even stuff like when you see rocket raccoon losing his friends, the way he did like that shit hit fucking hard. Um, Peter Quill, I, love fucking chris pratt in that role he finally got to do the first mcu f-bomb which was so random what do you do close the fucking door like james gunn like i'm sad he went to the dcu hopefully he brings the same kind of greatness to it that he did with the guardians but guardians of the galaxy 3 was such a fun watch and it was satisfying it was a satisfying ending um, I'm not sure about the new team and how I feel about that, but you know, MCU, nothing's really over until it's fucking over. So, Guardians of the Galaxy tres, tres. Uh, my number four is Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Man, oh, shit, I love this movie. It was super fun. It it came out of nowhere. I'm like, eh, this is probably be lame, but it wasn't. It was really cool, man. Um, I like the story. I like the heart stuff at the end. The action was fun. And overall, I just think really fun, like, 
uh, adventure, swords and sorcery kind of film. And I think you, if you enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons or these actors, I think you like this movie. I was shocked it was good, to be honest. Yeah, I sure. also expected <laughs> the worst out of that one. I'm like, damn, this is way more fun than I thought. I mean, Chris Pine, man, just such a such oh, a yeah. stud. Yep. Um, so my number four is one that bombed in the theaters and the fucking media had a blast telling you about it. And that is uh, The Marvels, which I thought was fun as fuck. Uh, really enjoyed one. the uh, the three characters playing off of each other. There were some great scenes in it as well. I love the heart that the uh, movie had. It had a couple scenes that I wasn't a big fan of. The fucking singing planet was... Oh, that was rough. Ridiculous. But it's not like they're there a long time either. So I, I can excuse it. Um, yeah, it, it was a it was a ton of fun. Like, I thought it was great. I can't wait to watch it again. I'm waiting for it to drop on Disney Plus to check it out again. And that's uh, the Marvels at number four. I, it was great. Imani is the embodiment of the happiness of MC and how I feel when I watch it. So uh, kudos to her. My number three is something that was mentioned already, and that is Ahsoka. Um, I know a lot of fanboys, quote unquote, will argue that this is Star Wars. This is what it's supposed to be. It's fucking great. What Filoni has done is fucking great. Ahsoka live action is great. Sabine, everything that we saw in Rebels, seeing it live action is fun. Um like you said, Balin Skull, Ray Stevenson's character, such a great fucking character. It's so sad that we lost him and won't necessarily see him continue that role and what he could have brought to the hopefully season two. Um, but if you want to go some watch something closer to what people argue is George's vision, Ahsoka's where it's at. Um, it, it's just good on every level. The lightsaber duels are fucking fantastic too. Um, watch it if you haven't. Disney Plus, Ahsoka. Yeah, buddy. All right, number three, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number three. It's amazing. It was a great movie. I love these characters, like uh, Mondo already mentioned. Um, and then, man, I was fucking, like, genuinely bummed out. Rocket's um, backstory, it was, it was yeah, heartbreaking. Sad. I hate that fucking villain. I hate him. I hate yeah, his stupid he's ass. Good, I though. forget his name. Excellent actor, yeah. Uh, but that villain, oh, my gosh. And his little friends, they're making their little names like Teeth and Floor and shit. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Teeth. They're going to die. They're going to die, and then they <laughs> die. And you're like, man. Um, super cool, like, when they're having the argument or trying to open the door, and you used to do that to your friend, locking it up and down, yeah. and then you can't open the fucking door. Open the fucking door! Um, <laughs> selling fucking meth in the streets. Yeah. Just, it, it, like, it went in a direction that, like, I'm, I'm glad Disney is doing shit that's not just Disney. Like, making it a little bit more edgy. Like, have some more shit that's, like, appeals to everybody. It's not, like, kids just watching this. It's fucking 40-year-old dudes. Um, so I really liked it. It was really heartfelt. <laughs> good action. Um, I like Peter going back to Earth and, like, kind of, like, taking a step back. So, um, yeah. Guardians 3, number 3. Maybe maybe you'll like it moving forward then because there's rumors that Marvel is starting to go the mature route, especially with Echo releasing and Good. Um, De- De- Deadpool so, three also. Because yeah. Deadpool's gonna be rated R. Yeah, I don't I don't need the boys level stuff. Like nowhere near that. The boys are his own <laughs> thing. Like keep that separate. I don't need Captain America fucking getting his dick out or anything. But I do like a little <laughs> bit more like risk taking. You know, like as much as I loved Infinity War, like Endgame just wasn't fucking good to me. Like. And I know that's sacrilege. A lot of people loved it, but it um, is fucking sacrilegious. Yes. Suck my balls. <laughs> I want more John Walker beating people to death with the fucking Captain American shield. Let's do that. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number three, which I assume was going to be Mondo's number one, 
is The Last of Us season one. Uh, I didn't know what to expect from this show. The game is like a masterpiece. So how the fuck do you adapt that and make it interesting without rehashing the old stuff, but not straying too far away from the series as well. And they did it like almost flawlessly. Uh, You got enough of the game to make you satisfied that you're watching The Last of Us. But then they also had kind of offshoot episodes that would just bring more lore to that story that you didn't know you wanted until you watched it. Uh, the episode with uh, fucking Ron Swanson and Nick Offerman. Oh, yeah. Bill, uh, one of the best TV episodes I've watched all year. Just a fantastic self-contained story that just get, provides more context into that world and into those characters. And yeah, it was it was amazing. I, I don't know how the fuck they're going to keep up that pace for season two. Hopefully Y'all aren't going to like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, it's last of season sucks. one. Uh, part number three on my list. All right, I want to, inter- I want to interject. I, I, you need you to watch or play Last of Us, two. I have it. So I, I, I actually ordered the remake that they just put out oh because I wanted, too? I wanted, yeah, because I wanted the steel book because the steel books oh. have the same artist and it looks pretty cool. Uh, so it's actually coming in January, and I think I'm gonna boot it back up and play, right. it. play it. Um, I already know what you hate about it because I've got hey, to that part. That's already. not what I hate about it. That's not what I hate about it. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll talk to you All about right. it when, when you play it. Okay, uh, my number two is going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant Mayhem. Now, I am a child of the originals. We've talked about them in the past. We reviewed uh, the original. And I know they've had animated shows and animated movies before. Um, They did the CGI reboot not too long ago, which I didn't think was terrible. But coming into this and seeing that Seth Rogen was doing this, I was kind of like, ah, what is this going to be? Is it going to be good? <laughs> I love his fucking laugh, dude. His laugh is the best. Um, but I think they pulled it off, man. I enjoyed this fucking movie more than I should have. Um, the the kid actors who played the roles of the Turtles were great. Jackie Chan as fucking Splinter was probably my highlight because I still feel to this day that at the very end of that movie when he has this little fight choreography, I feel like that's very reminiscent of early 1990s Jackie Chan, like him fighting in his movies so i loved everything about it ice cube is the main villain i thought was pretty fucking cool seeing so many villains was great uh shredder coming in the future i i can't wait i had a lot of fun with this movie and it definitely was close to being my number one um but there was something far superior <laughs> that they got it but teenage Mutant Ninja turtles amazing uh, yeah my, t- my number two is going to be Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. And, uh, you know, like, the trailer and the story and them describing what it's going to be, it's like, man, this is going to be fucking boring. It's a bunch of fucking nerds talking about how to make bombs. and Movies and games. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, they're nerds, but they're banging hot chicks. Like, really? All right, sure. Um, But, man, it is, like, riveting, dude. Like, storytelling is is fucking legit like it's basically robert downey jr and killing murphy and a bunch of like a star fucking study cast just talking the whole fucking movie right and arguing and like backstabbing each other and there's literally like congress fucking um hearings about like oh you made the bomb oppenheimer are you a fucking communist i'm not a communist you're a fucking communist shit like that um and then there's like it's just it's just cool, man. The acting is legit. Robert Downey Jr.'s performance is amazing. Killian Murphy's performance is amazing. I loved it, and I didn't think I would. Um, 
which is like it's good because the last two Nolan films I didn't really like that much. The one with like time travel, backwards shit, it was too confusing. Tenet. I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. Tenet, yeah. And then Dunkirk, I didn't think it was all that. But this one all right. Yeah, this one is fucking legit. So Oppenheimer, super cool. Number two. All right. Uh my number two is Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantum Quantumania. I mean, look. I love Marvel, obviously, and I'm especially a fan of weird, like, cosmic Marvel, and we don't get a ton of it, and this movie gave it to us in, like, spades. Uh, just a lot of weird characters. Uh, like, you got to see Kang. I mean, fuck Jonathan Majors for hitting women, and oh, I thought he got fired, God. but he did a great performance as Kang in this. It was really cool to see Kang realized for the first time, like, really kind of properly. It's because I've been reading him for a while, and I just loved it. Like, I had a lot of fun with it. I know a lot of people shit on it, and I get why. But for me, it was just really fucking cool to see a lot of these characters come to life and to see kind of that kind of cosmic side of Marvel. And that's what I really like, you know. I, and I can't wait to see when fucking Galactus shows up and they show more of that kind of shit. So, yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania was uh, my number two. Yeah, thanks, Jonathan Majors, for fucking everything up. Now yeah. to see how they're going to pivot, dickhead. Is he, right. the guy, is he the guy in um because i haven't seen that one is he the guy in fucking loki season one the time yeah guy? yeah okay. yes he hit women yeah yeah he, he beat up his girlfriend or whatever and just Fuck got con- convicted recently he yeah. gone bitch like, he, got, he got fired like that day the day he got that convicted. day he was convicted. yeah, yeah. they fired him but the scary part is that i guess he had a clause in his contract that no one else can portray king or some shit so i don't know if that's null and void um since he's been fired for these reasons. I don't know, but, but the rumors they might replace him with Dr. Doom, and I'm all for that. <laughs> like, bring on Dr. Shit. Doom as quickly as a, possible. I want a Denzel Washington version of King. Like, ha, 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 King Kong ain't got nothing on me. All right. My number one for the 2003 is a TV series that Steve talked about. You were right. The Last of Us is just the best video game adaptation to ever exist in this world. I had every strong reservation against it, especially when they cast Pedro Pascal as Joel, when they cast Bella Ramsey fucking as Ellie. I was like, there's no way because I can't visualize them as Joel and Ellie respectively. They knocked their parts out of the fucking park there's a reason why pedro is like the top actor of 2023 um the show was just so fantastic usually when you get a show that has like a rehash of something you've already played like beat for beat it's not as good this was good and then some they even brought a real fucking giraffe on screen like that's what i wanted show me the giraffe um the clickers themselves fucking perfect they did change a little bit of them as far as like the spores and and some of the dynamics behind what made the clickers, but it fucking worked. Um, It was perfect, man. It was such a perfect show for my kids and my wife who don't really watch or know anything. Last of us. They absolutely loved it too. The cannibal episode was fucking great. Um, Seeing live action, seeing Joel Troy Baker in there, fucking great and then meeting him later on that year was so cool seeing ashley johnson who i remembered as the fucking maid from the avengers the first one to see her she's the mother of ellie you know like that was cool so i am very happy to have seen it to have been around to have watched that i know season two is in the pipeline 
Uh, they just announced the actress for fuck save me, Todd. What's the what's the actress that you hate? Um, that played. I don't hate the actress. I hate the character. <laughs> okay, hey, um, what was her name? Abby. 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 Yeah. They just announced the Abby character. Well, they should have cast I... as Ellie in season one, but whatever. What uh, but Bella Ramsey made it work though. I mean, she she was pretty phenomenal, and I think season two is not going to jump right away into part two of the game. Yeah, I think there's they're no gonna way they can do more. that with with how they did how how popular. Patriots Correct. I think they're gonna more. I think they're gonna drag it out a lot more um, before they get to the actual like part two of the game. But I can't wait to play part two now. Um, Last of Us is just perfect. So that is my number one, two thousand and twenty three. Yeah, you're not gonna find that on my list because I haven't gotten around to watching it, which is a shame. Is it on? It's it's gotta be on Blu-ray. It's on Max. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah like they I just like released it. it. Must be. I'll yeah. buy the Blu-ray. Check out the Stillbook. I, you probably won't buy it. It's probably super expensive right now. But check out the Stillbook for it. The Stillbook is fucking sexy. Nice. All right, number one was a shocker for me because usually animated films don't really do it for me. But Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem, yeah. I absolutely had a blast with this movie, man. I love the art style. I didn't have any issues with the with the voice acting myself. Um, I thought it was fucking hilarious where they're doing the um, when I wake in the morning and I step outside, <laughs> yeah. and that motherfucker kept singing, and then fucking Fly Guy was like, "Man, shut your mouth." That's <laughs> that Post Malone. Was it? That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I love the art style. Like I said, action's cool. Acting's cool. Story's awesome. Music was fucking phenomenal. So I cannot wait for part two because part one, like it was fucking legit. So that's my number one of the year. Nice. And my number one is one you both mentioned as well. And that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume yeah. 3. Uh, fuck, I wasn't prepared for the roller coaster of emotions this movie uh, would bring me on. You know, the whole movie, I'm thinking, like, it's fucking James Gunn. He's going to kill some people. So every scene, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to die. Oh, my God, she's going to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, yep. you know, it was just like, I didn't know what to expect. And I was just floored at how emotional uh, this movie was. It was a perfect ending to that story of the Guardians of the Galaxy and uh yeah there was it was a good fucking watch i really liked where they ended up and the things that they did in this movie it was good so that was easily i think my number one this year so explain to oh. me because I, know, I know one of you guys said gamora is a variant but when was that introduced because last i saw her she was thrown off she, a fucking it, cliff she she died in infinity war and she came back yeah. in endgame because in endgame that. they go to 2014 thanos so 2014 Thanos is with 2014 Gamora and uh, Nebula. And Nebula, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, they, they, kill, they killed 2014 Nebula, so it was only 2014 Gamora that survived that. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, which which is weird because he technically snapped them. Iron Man did, and yeah, but, uh, she I, I think her heart was against him already. So, so that's what kept him. Yeah, exactly. I think it was only people loyal to Thanos that got snapped. Gotcha. I, I thought she came back in like Thor four and I just missed it, but no, no, I it's, just it's an completely forgot. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that that definitely crazy list. I there's a lot of things on your guys. I mean, I see about. I think I I was more comfortable with your list being like, yeah, that's a Steve list. As where I like <laughs> with mine, with mine, I kind of felt like, man, I left out Marvel. I left out some things that should have been on Surprising. there. Surprising. I thought yours would be more like Steve's as well. Like, yeah, exactly. That's why I said my, mine was so crazy, but um. 2023 was definitely good for movies and i know 2024 man i mean for me most anticipated easily is deadpool um yeah i mean it's it's the only movie releasing for mcu next year and Mm -hmm. i cannot fucking wait to see 
uh, what comes out of it. But what do what are you guys looking forward to gaming wise? Well, we talked about games earlier, but for especially movies, like outside of the horror genre, is there anything that you guys are like, ooh, Dune Two is going to be just as good <laughs> as Dune One? Not really. Um, but what are you guys looking for too? Well, I mean, Dune Two is going to be just as good as Dune One. So. <laughs> Dune's amazing. You're you're lame. Dune Two is going to be dope. Can't wait because it really kicks off and with how they split up the book in part two. So. Say his name. Say the director's name. Uh, Jonathan. Denny. Or Denny Villewezu. Nailed it. Timothy Shadami. Shadami. Timothy Shadami. Um, yeah, See, which me, the and Deadpool three, obviously, you know, my easily my number one. Uh, fucking boy, season four, you know, finally, oh, yeah, I think yeah. that's gonna be uh, as oh, far yeah. as television goes. Uh, what else do we got? That uh, we got Skeleton Crew coming out, Star Wars, which is yeah. post Return of the Jedi. I, I'm really curious about Furiosa because uh, I love oh, the oh, yeah. universe. Furiosa's so good. Yeah, so that that's gonna be another one that I'm kind of looking forward to. Um, and and uh, Tom Hardy signed on for like three pictures total so he might be in furiosa we'll see as like a younger like person. end credit and you have to be yeah, i have to be unless yeah unless they fast forward at the end to tease like a next one or something i'm not sure yeah i don't know really what's coming out this year non-horror um you know it's always a surprise for non-horror and i don't watch a ton you know i'm, I'm looking at my list and like i didn't have a ton more than the ones i mentioned you know there's a uh, john mcfor oppenheimer like Avatar Barbie. came out too, didn't it? No, it was the year before. Um, oh, okay. I still haven't watched fucking part two, man. It's crazy. Neither, neither have I. I liked it. I loved one. I, I didn't love it as much as one, but I did enjoy it. It's just fucking long. You know, it's like it's a long movie to get through. Are we getting a are we getting a James Gunn um DC movie no, or anything? 2025. Uh summer Fuck. 2025. Uh no there's no maker, DC right? at all. I don't know. No, no, no peacemaker uh, not so lame, this year. Dude. Uh he's Vigilante, working on that. Come on soon though he said that uh, right after he's done superman so i don't superman. know you know it's, it's kind of 2024 seems to be kind of a transition period because marvel pushed a lot of shit you know because of the strikes and all that stuff yeah and dc is rebooting so we're not going to get a lot of comic stuff so it'll be interesting to see our list in 2020 uh no 2025 hey, i guess uh because i don't know kingdom of the planet of the apes is coming out yeah. in 24 yeah that's, that's, that's cool that, that you know what kind of bummed me that I read about it that it's set 300 years after Caesar yeah, and all it that. The so, new tri- it's a new trilogy, apparently. Which I, I guess, but still, I like Caesar. Yeah, I know, but you know, it's, they're moving. Uh, I guess it's going to be 24 is going to be the year of fucking um, TV shows and stuff and streaming services. But, but what? To movies. You know, that's I don't know. Even like. Uh, Mortal Kombat show. 2. Oh, yeah. with, that should be uh, fun because similar to Twisted Metal, Mortal Kombat 1 didn't have a tournament. It was like a precursor to the tournament. So yeah. see the tournament in part 2. I just don't see fucking Butch as yeah. uh, Johnny, Cage. Fucking... Johnny Cage. The, the Miz. <laughs> it should have been the Miz. Yeah, absolutely. Should yeah. Been the Miz. He's like but absolutely I mean, he's a great actor, so we'll see. Yeah. He's, he's going to win us over. He's going to win us over with this role as Johnny Cage because remember, oh. he's the main part of 2, yeah. at least with that ending first at least uh, we don't have one. what was his name fucking Corey or cody or something from part one. Oh yeah like, he's gonna be in it too he's yeah, gonna he's be i know too. but he was like the main star and was like no one gives a shit about i'm not in street fighter or mortal kombat or characters oh should i be sub-zero or cody shut up you're not gonna be cody. yeah i would love i would love for um john claude van damme to have some kind of like renaissance in 2024 oh like, that'd be cool 
Polly Shore Come too. Back. Bring them in a movie together. Oh God, dude! Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so Expendables Five, dude. Polly Shore is the villain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm just looking at a list of like movies coming out this year that I'm interested in. Uh, there's one that I keep seeing on list, but I don't know a fucking thing about it, and that's Lord of the Rings: The War Over Here. Um, no, I, I think it's an animated film that's coming out in theaters yeah. this year. So nice. a new Lord of the Rings, I, I'd be down. Who's uh, House of the Dragon season two is coming out? I, I is it this year though? List. Is it is it being yeah. filmed? I'm not sure. They they already they already wrapped up. They wrapped up uh, during the strikes. What about Gladiator two? I'm really curious what the uh, fuck they're gonna do in that world. You know, is Maximus. Are you it? not no. no, his son. Is it really yeah. Scott? I think, so. I think so. I'm in. Um, hey, Pedro's in it. It's not his son, oh. motherfucker. He died in. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. uh, got we get, <laughs> I think we get fucking husband to a murdered wife. I think we get wow, the alien movie. Son. Yeah, like, like alien movie. horror, but yeah, it's uh, nah, it's not right. We're, we're, we get Joker, Joker, Craven the Hunter, which was supposed to be out already. Lame, it's Sony Universe sucks. Madame Web, Madame Web, that does not Lame. look good at all. Sonic the Hedgehog brand costumes. Sonic, Ooh, Sonic okay. Okay. I don't. I don't think Jim Carrey's in it, so I don't know. Uh, like, it's just, yeah. This year is not looking like a, like a banger. Kind of well, <laughs> like, you know, I'm excited. Then that means it's gonna be smaller directors getting their shot instead of, yeah. the the market oversaturated with what we keep seeing year after year. True. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll we'll see what All our right. 2024 list looks like. I do have a little a little tiny speech before we wrap up. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say. Absolute thank you to Steve for being the fucking magician that he is editing our podcast throughout the year. No complaints. He probably secretly calls us fuckers in the background, especially when I forget to put out that we're recording and he's probably this motherfucker. Um, But absolute thank you to Steve for all the hard work you put in on the side. Toddy boy, congratulations to you for being published this year. Your story was fucking great. I finally got to reading it. You keep fucking taking it a step further maybe your porn will finally take off in 2024 i definitely buy it and watch it to support you um to our listeners thank you guys for sticking with us through 2023 we've kind of been everywhere from movies games uh rebranding and everything we hope that the changes that are coming forward is something that you'll like and desire um can't say that we're going to review porn yet but we definitely talked about it in the past um and special thanks i like i said it was a tough year um for us, I, a lot of losses, Michelle and Chuck. Um, I'm very thankful that despite the losses that we faced, we can say that we had Chuck kind of realize one of his dreams and I was being part of a podcast. Um, we had him on here as a guest host. Um, he let us review one of his favorite movies um, that I had never seen, which was The Last Dragon. And again, just like PUBG and Friday 13th will always hold a special place in my heart. Um, dynamite, all that shit, all that crazy fucking sucky, sucky, suki, suki, whatever. Thank you, Chuck, for introducing us to chaos. Love you, miss you every day, Michelle. Same thing with you. Um, I still look at Goodreads. I still see that uh, you know, you have your stuff on there. You were my favorite pterodactyl. I miss your hiccups every fucking day. Um, miss you guys. Rest in peace, boys. Thank you for putting up with me and my chaos and my stupidness all year long. 2024 is going to be just as bad, if not worse. So that's what I got. Can't follow that. 
Yeah, seriously, what's the follow? Who's supposed to follow? <laughs> Good but, job. You know, yeah, uh, obviously, you know, so rest in peace to Michelle and uh, yeah. and Chuck there. Um, but we're starting off 2024, new name and new kind of, uh, you know, strategy into things. We're going to start having more interviews. I got some in mind that I'm going to line up. Uh, you know, I, it'll I be... forgot what we're reviewing. What are we oh, reviewing? Are you is fucking kidding me? Brand? True lies. True lies. <laughs> yeah. Here's uh, my invitation. It's going to be fucking awesome. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, a different year. We're going to change some things around, but I think it's going to be uh, kind of the same essence, you know, us riffing on, uh, you know, fucking tiny dicks next week. <laughs> <laughs> God, tiny, I love it. tiny dick. <laughs> it's pathetic. One of the best fucking characters on yeah. movie history, if you ask me. Maybe oh, she's God. sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> Now, and I'll give you I'm my just... my theory that I think he's the brother of the dude in Die Hard. I'm convinced. Oh shit! In the same dude, universe, what the dude in what the what the, the fucking um the, the uh, what's his name the the guy who's like on coke and he's trying to negotiate with uh, oh, oh, Hans. Yeah, Hans. Bobby. I'm a white knight. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm convinced they're fucking Ellis. brothers. His name's Ellis, right? Ellis. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, hilarious. I, so in my head canon, those are two, two brothers. It, and, they're uh, both in California, right? They are. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, Man, I can't wait to watch True Lies. It's so good. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a great one for sure. Yeah. Well, next Thanks episode of True Lies. Yeah. That's nice. Thank you. Thank you guys. So all right. Well, we'll catch you on the flip side. We'll catch you with the new name and uh new chaos coming in the near future. So gentlemen. Goodbye to 2023. Hello, 2024. And I'll see you next time. Bye. 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 talking. Hey, I'm a gangster. I got my puff and my Tim's. I need my bacon, egg, and cheese, too. You got the good super flat? Yeah. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Let me cheese. get a bacon, egg, and cheese. Let me get that bacon, egg, and cheese. With the bed. With the bed, yeah. We outside. We outside. You hurt. You hurt. Yeah. I don't think this is going to help people like you, just being honest.